meet people where they are. Because if you can't look at a person and meet them in that moment, then it affects your ability to communicate to them and to be, be able to effectively help them. Full disclosure, I very much struggle with this subject. I probably my biggest downfall is I get disappointed in people pretty easily. And I don't give people second chances. Somebody on Instagram, we were doing a Q&A and someone on Instagram say, well, what would be your biggest flaw? And I said, I don't give people big second chances. I just don't. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. And we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. I am joined by my sister, Carrie. You guys know her. She's also the COO of Code Red and an MSNRN. She's birthed three children and you're an <laughs> army wife and you're a chicken and a, a, well, not just a chicken farmer. It used to be a chicken farmer. Now you've got a regular farm. I have sheep and everything, Christy. Today I was like, hey, did you guys know I got a herd of sheep? And then I was like, no, it's a flock of sheep. Like I have to get that straight. If I say that wrong, yeah. I'm going to get a DM from somebody. Oh, you'll get DMs. Yeah. People love to correct. They sure do. <laughs> we are so thankful that you're here. We absolutely make sure my phone is muted and it wasn't. That would not have been good. We want to make sure that we say thank you to you. Thank you for the downloads. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for just listening. We appreciate that. Without you, we would not have one of the fastest growing podcasts in the United States. And Carrie, I had to, I have to tell you, I borrowed. Okay. Those of you guys that don't know. Miles and I have kind of a funny marriage. I some people think no, it's a funny it's, marriage. It's just your arrangement. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't yeah. have a problem with it. I know, but we don't share money at all. We don't really even share anything. We're very much very individual people, you know, barely a bed. But if it were up to me, I would sleep separate. You I share mean, a bathroom that, too. Yeah, but if it were up to me, it would be separate. <laughs> I would. I love him. He's such. He's really good. And this is why it's really good for this podcast. Anyway, I borrowed his truck to go do something, and it's a diesel. It's a it's a diesel truck. And so I, he asked me, he goes, make sure you put gas back in it when you're done. So I was like, all right. And so I went to put fuel back. I mean, it was only fair. I borrowed it. It was my own thing. I put, I replaced the fuel that I use. I personally think that's perfectly fair. And women should do that if they earn their own living and, you know, like, like other arrangements. We're driving home from our cabin. He goes, did you replace the fuel in this truck? I said, yes. I said, but I didn't do the premium. And he goes, what? And I said, and I was totally straight face, Carrie. Not like I ran. I said, I didn't do, I go, you know how you have the regular, then premium and then Supreme. Like we used to put Supreme in our Corvette. I didn't do the Supreme. I just no. did the cheapest one. And I'm totally straight face. I just did the cheapest one of the three. So don't like crucify me. All right. I'm not putting premium. I'm paying premium for that. He goes, oh. you put premium in here. And, and I go, well, no, I'm saying I didn't put premium. I put the regular. I just put the bottom level. You, I was so good. Like sometimes I wonder if I should have been it. And I'm picking up my feet at the same time. So I'm looking down at my toes, you know, and I'm just being nonchalant about it. And he goes, you put regular fuel in there. Well, yeah, I guess it was called regular and then premium, the Supreme. I did the one to the far left and he goes, you put it right. He goes, you're going to be buying me a new truck. <laughs> And I said, that was good. 
I put diesel in it. He's like, that's not even well, funny. What is funny about that story is I am married to a man who has driven diesel trucks for years. And when we got married, I used to say gas. And now I do not say gas. I say fuel because of the diesel truck. So as soon as Chrissy started telling the story and she said the word gas, I almost said, oh, do you mean fuel? Then I was like, Carrie, shut up and let her tell her story. And then when you told the story, that was so good. Cause I was like, oh, Brandon would have died. Yeah. I kept a straight face good. the whole time. And he was like, Very you're going nice. to end up buying me a, I hope you got some money in that account of yours because you're going to end up buying me a new truck. You're going to ruin my engine. I was like, I'm kidding. I know the green handle, but sis, I mean, like that's not, and plus we have a Tesla, so I don't get gas anymore. And so I have not, I had to think about how, like literally I had to think about how to do it. It mm. was, it sounds real bougie. Me saying that it sounds like, like John Chris says, can't hide money. Okay. Yeah. You know, well, no, and I have a part electric car. And so yes. every time I have to get fuel, Christy, I have to go because it, it gets so many miles to a gallon. I'm like, oh, what side is it on? <laughs> what side is it on? And what do I do? And yeah. what kind does it take? And oh, so ugh, I'm glad I remembered That's green handle, green handle, all the if we have any men watch it listening right now or any women, any farm women who know what I'm talking about, like, you know, guys, our podcast awesome. is called Meet Them Where They Are. And I think it's kind of a decent segue because I am married to, you know, I, I posted a, a throwback Thursday of Miles in 2006 and me in 2006. And somebody said, I never in a million years would have pictured you with him. And it's so funny. Neither would I, neither would I, you know, he's 17 years older than me. He is a retired executive. He has two grown children. And I, I have been married multiple times. I, I have, I wish I can't, I wish I didn't say that. I wish I didn't say that. I wish I was, I wish I had a fairy tale marriage that I fell in love right out of high school and, and I had a family and everything was fine and life was great. And I, I just had one person I'm still in love with them to this day, but it just didn't happen to me. I had these warped perceptions of marriage because our parents didn't let us, they, they had what I thought was a perfect marriage. And so I had a warped perception of what a, I thought everybody was needed to be like my dad. And it just was, it was warped and it was messed up and it was real deep seated religious beliefs and, and it was really messed up. And so I had a hard time not being married, I guess. And so when, when I finally got with miles, he could have really judged me for that. He could have, you know, he could have held that against me, I guess. I mean, but he loved me. He loves me. I was heavy when I met him and I, I looked different. I didn't have any kind of, I was on Idaho state food stamps. I was really messed up, but he could see through to my heart and he could see that I was a good person. And I know Carrie, you can contribute to this on, on your own level, but we really want to talk to you about meeting people where they are. This is so important. And this is how I thought of this today. And this is what started this conversation. I wanted to do a podcast on dogs, just dogs. Yeah. Let's just spend a half an hour telling dog stories. But as I was trying to plead my case to Christy, she brought up a really good point and she was able to pull out the content of what I was saying, which is why Christy's so good at what she does. And my whole point was I have two pit bull puppies who are just huge and wild, but they're great. They're very loving. They're very sweet. And then I have a mutt. And I think that what I find so interesting about it is no matter what, when I come in the house, 
they meet me where I am. They love me in that moment. And they, they don't care if I had to leave them for part of the day. I mean, it's talk about bougie. They have a pretty bougie. They have a little outside area and inside area and they have a fan if it's kind of hot. I mean, whatever, but they don't, they aren't upset about what happened in the past. They don't hold this against me, Christy, or if I had a bad day and didn't spend a lot of time petting them, or if they had to stay inside or whatever the situations are. They love me right where I am in that moment and they accept me. And that's what brought us to this topic of meet people where they are. Because if you can't look at a person and meet them in that moment, then it affects your ability to communicate to them and to be be able to effectively help them. Full disclosure, I very much struggle with this subject. I Probably my biggest downfall is I get disappointed in people pretty easily. And I don't give people second chances. Somebody on Instagram, we were doing a Q&A and someone on Instagram say, well, what would be your biggest flaw? And I said, I don't give people big second chances. I just don't. In my mind, that's it. My mind switches and that's it. Probably a, maybe a lot like Brandon. So maybe it won't be as surprised to Brandon and I are peas in a pod. And maybe it won't be as that's why Carrie handles me so well, because she's just or maybe handles Brandon or whatever. She handles us, you know, really well. I get disappointed easily in people. I'm hard on them. And and they let me down and then I dismiss them. And I, I don't want to be that way. I think though, Christy, what is going on with you is the years of being hurt. You've had to build up this defense system. So it doesn't keep happening because I mean, look at all the women that we know that we would characterize as weak. And what they do is the exact opposite of you. They just like, ah, ha, 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 and let it go and let it go and let it go. But he's nice, but his, but he hits you, but his family's nice. He pays for everything. So that's the other side of this coin. I mean, you can't meet everybody where they are if they continue to abuse you guys. So I, I'm not saying that's okay. But I think because Christy went through so much of that as a young adult through these relationships, she's just had to build this very cut and dried way of dealing with people. And it's, defense. I I mean, that is why we build calluses. I have calluses across my palms. It's from lifting weights. If I didn't, every time I lifted weights and y'all, I'm not lifting heavy. It's just that it's just that I do it every day. The, the weights would tear into your skin. It's the same idea. If Christy didn't have some kind of a defense system set up, then she would continue to get hurt over and over. So I, I think that your flaw though, you call it a flaw is grown out of having to deal with life, Christy. I mean, God, you know, but I do think there is room for an improvement with all of us, with all of us. And this is true from the gal at the dealership I was dealing with the other day that was just so inept. And then finally she said to me, this is my first day. And I was like, Carrie, meet her where she is, meet her where she is. You know, here I was going like, get the manager out here, but it's her first day. It's just about not making assumptions and trying really hard to step to the other side of that interaction and be able to see it through the other person's eyes. Natasha has helped me with, she tells me, you know, Christy, you can't pick the winners and the losers. And your job is to deliver the love, deliver the content, deliver what the deliverables are, what the, what the, what the client paid for, deliver the education, the support, the love, the information, everything that we give people in code red. If they, when you plant that seed, you you might be able to watch it bloom or it might be blooming a year from now or it might bloom two years from now. It might bloom later on. You might not get to see it. And 
I get disappointed when a rebel doesn't meet their weight loss goal on the timeline that I think they should. And Natasha says, wait, you're measuring that person against your expectation. They, if they had not had code red, they would have been 50 pounds up, but now they're only 10 pounds up. When well, my mind, I'm like 10 pounds, you gained back 10 pounds. You are a loser. You know, I can't believe this. And she says, wait a minute. And they're like, I succeeded. I only gained back 10 pounds instead of 50. So really, it has helped me to take a step back and say, wait a minute, hold on a second. Okay, so so let's meet them where they are and, and say, all right, good job, Karen. I'm proud that you didn't gain back 50 pounds. I'm glad you kept it at 10. Do you think it's though, this is, and this is the way I've tried to look at my interactions with people lately, Christy, is now, obviously I'm not talking about employees. I'm talking about personal, like not people that I require things of because of our positions and things like that. But do you think it's because we have expectations? So what if we went into these situations with no expectations of the interaction? I don't have expectations of that interaction, whatever happens. So it was like the girl, the BMW, you know, I don't have expectations that she has to act this certain way. The gal in line at the grocery store. I don't have expectations. The people that I've met at my gym class. What if I just don't have a set of prejudgment and a set of rules that I created that they have to go by? I wonder if that would help me. I think that maybe is what Maslow was wanting us to shoot for in the hierarchy of needs and self-actualization kind of up there on the very tippy top is to go into every situation with regard to those, just those relationships without expectations and not in a way of, well, if you don't expect anything good to happen, then you won't be disappointed when something doesn't good doesn't happen. Not like that, not a cynical attitude, but just that I think is what we're all striving for. I think here's a great example of it. So let's say that I'm downstairs and Brandon's upstairs and he yells down, what are we having for dinner? And if I have the expectation that he is saying, are you going to make dinner? That's totally different than, Hey, I'm hungry. What do you think? Like, have you looked in the fridge? So if I go into that interaction with him without expectations of him being upset with me for some reason, I mean, without him wanting me, you know, he's not accusing me. He's not saying I'm doing anything wrong. He's just asking me, I have a different way of looking at what he's saying. So my expectations are nothing. I just hear what he says and judge it based on what he says. But when I have expectations, I'm like, well, I don't know. What are you going to make for yourself? And then that starts a big fight. There's no reason for that. I haven't met him where he is in that moment. He's hungry. He doesn't know what's in the fridge. I'm downstairs. I'm right in front of the fridge. I can look and see that we have hamburger. How about naked tacos? Which by the way, does not mean we ate take tacos naked. Somebody <laughs> forgot. Somebody asked that on a Q and a, really? we don't eat tacos. Yeah. I was like, no, it just means without the shell y'all. But anyway, I had these, I have expectations of these interactions and that's what gets me into trouble every time, Christy, when I have these expectations. And by the way, what are they based on? Not any kind of societal rules that based on whatever Carrie thinks that is supposed to be at that time. And it's, you know, it's relationships, same thing with relationships. You know, I have a relationship of a close relative and I struggle with them from time to time. But every time I struggle, Christy, it's when I put my expectations on them and they didn't know it. So then I'm upset from imaginary expectations and not imaginary, but real that I had in the situation and I did not meet them where they were. And so recently I've said to myself, and I, you helped me through this recently with the one person was Carrie, meet them where they are. Like right then 
they cannot do what you're asking them to do. So you're only frustrating yourself. You have expectations that are unreasonable for that person. This is why I love Code Red events so much because I cannot remember the details on the hundreds of rebels to come to our event. And I'm so thankful that I, a lot of you guys know I've shared with you that I have a head injury from my boxing days. You know, I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I stay away from sugar because sugar ages the organs and I don't want any I, I have been, you know, I boxed for almost eight years and, and it's not just a boxing match. Not, it's not just the 15 pro fights. It's the sparring every other day. It is the, it's getting hit in the head. It's just not good for your brain. And so I have a hard time with memories. There's just so much from our childhood that Carrie will say a story and it's like, it never happened. I don't remember it. So when I have rebels come and see me, I don't remember the details of people. I just, what I see is the only thing I know is just yes. them walking up to me or whatever they tell me is the only thing I know. And it's so freeing to me. I'm free from my own bull crap. I'm free from my own prejudice that I could be having against them as they're walking towards me. Oh, that's so-and-so, you know, like, God dang it. She should have hit goal a year ago and look at her still 40 pounds up. Like I don't do any of that. And I, and it's all me that has the problem and it's all me that, and so I enjoy the code red events so much because it's just exactly what I see. It, there's no, I don't put any kind of expectations on anybody. They walk up to me. It's like, I've never met them before. I don't remember anything about their details of their program or their personal file or all their data that I had to, to look at in order to write their custom program. I don't remember anything. And they just walk up with their arms out and my arms out and I give them a big, big hug and they say, I'm 26 pounds down. And I was like, good job look at you now i can see that they're still 67 pounds up but 26 pounds down i don't even care i take it i hug them but that's what i love is my head injury allows me to not remember anything and it's so freeing i, I that sounds so creepy christy no you're like the old coon dog that's sitting on the front porch and someone comes up and he's like, well, hello, what are you doing here? Well, look, come here. Let's get it. Let's, I'll give you love. You give me love. Yes. And I, I don't think you're like an old coon dog. I don't know no. what kind of dog I'd make you. Maybe you're like a boxer. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's how you are. You just, you are the ultimate, just accept people right where they are in that moment. And I've mm -hmm. seen Christy do this and it's so awesome because people love it. We, you know, we try hard. I mean, you know, there's always going to be some, you know, expectation as far as the program goes. We want you to lose the weight. We want you to get it off because guys, let's be honest, like losing weight is not fun. Like, let's get it off. Like, let's just do it. That's our heart. Our heart is not that we want to see you in a size six or a size zero or looking a certain way. Like I don't give a crap about that. I give a crap about you dropping over from a heart attack. I give a crap about you dying and losing a leg because of diabetes, type two diabetes. I give a crap about one of your kidneys stopping working and you go on dialysis. That's what I care about guys. Not what you look like in a mirror for God's sakes, but that's why we try to get people to get their weight off and get healthy and let's get your blood work looking good and let's get you feeling good. So there is expectation when people join the program, but in that moment, it's beautiful. I have stood and watched Chrissy do this, you guys, and I get verklempt. I get like teary watching you because it's so genuine. It's so authentic. It's so real. And it is exactly what people need when they see you, Christy. They need you to meet them right where they are. And you do. 
And I feel it in my heart. That is, I mean, I'm just happy they're there. I'm happy they're there. And they, they feel so guilty. You know, they come and they're above goal weight, but I don't even know it. So I wish that they would, all of you guys listening, listen, we have an event at the end of June. When you come see me, and I believe, by the way, at the time that we're recording this, I think there are a couple of tickets left to our June 25th, 26th, 27th event. But come on, I mean, you got to get tickets. Hurry, guys, you got to know that I am not judging you and that I, I don't I'm just glad you're there and you're interacting with us and people get so they feel so guilty. And, and I, I just please leave that guilt at the door. There's just no there's no place for your guilt and shame at a Code Red event. We love you. We're happy you're there. You're going to see it from Carrie and I. Carrie's going to be there, too. And that's how I truly feel. You know, since I have two rescue dogs, I feel very strongly about rescuing dogs. And I have two of them, Annabelle and Vince. Annabelle, we've had six years now, <gasps> six over. Oh my gosh. That's I feel so like weird. it's longer. No, six years, okay. 2015, 2015. And Vince, we've had for almost about two months or so, maybe a little over. And Vince is a puppy. And it's just so funny. Whenever we come in the house, they're so happy to see us. And they love us so much. It could have been an hour. It could have been six hours. They are so happy. And that is truly unconditional love. I wish I could love a person the way my dog loves me. No matter what happened when you left, no matter if you said, don't chew on this and here's your bone. Now you be, you know, no, no matter what happened, they love you without expectation. Mm -hmm. And I want each of us to think with every head bowed <laughs> and every eye closed, just teasing. Anybody that church. grew up in church knows Come exactly on, what I'm Come talking on, about. Kids. <laughs> I want you to think about who you can meet, who the interactions that you have that you can give unconditional we call it, we called it back in my psychology days, back in 1992 at Lewis Clark State College, unconditional positive regard. Who can you genuinely without expectation meet today? Who can you interact today that is genuine and without expectation? And I think that if you can just say today, one person, maybe it's my kid, maybe it is the farmer that stops by that always gives Brandon a bush light hilarious, you know, and it's, he wants to, he gets it out of the cooler in the tractor. I kid you not. And uh, maybe it's, maybe it's that guy. And maybe it's just the little kid that stops to pet Annabelle, you know, maybe it's the lady at the grocery store that just needs someone to, you know, load up her groceries real quick, you know, and it's just without expectations. Maybe it's your sister. Maybe it's your brother. You haven't talked to in a while. Who can you meet with unconditional positive regard without expectations of how that relationship is going to go. I was just telling Christy about another relationship in my life. We just talk about this kind of stuff all the time, don't we? That's a little bit frustrating because they're talking about things to me that I don't have any interest in. And it's just so far over my head and not even over my head. It's just not where I am right now. And I told Christy, I've got to meet this person where they are right now. This right now is really interesting. Oh, I got a better example. Are you ready? Yeah. When Okay, so I have a 23-year-old daughter named Courtney, and she is uh, finishing up graduate school in microbiology at Washington State University. Super smart. Okay, when she first started graduate school, you guys, she is studying a bacteria in chickens, okay? And it causes diarrhea, and it's, you know, it's very, she's gone all over. She went to Sweden and spoke about it, and it's her thing. 
Okay. It's her jam. Well, sometimes she'll talk to me about it. And I mean, now I know a little bit about science. Like I understand smears. I understand the slides. I get cultures. I get, you know, the nursing things. I understand like DNA, not totally. Her boyfriend is getting his PhD. So they're just all, let me just tell you, they're awesome. When she would talk about it, Christy, sometimes she would talk about stuff and I would just smile and nod because I would be like, oh my gosh, this is so far over my head. But she, she never made me feel stupid. And I just, right then she needed me to hear about the bacteria that did not multiply the right way. And they had to throw it all away and start over. Like, and I'm thinking, I don't know actually what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't actually understand, but right now, Courtney Marie, I'm going to meet you exactly where you are. You need me to be like, no, you did not have to throw out those Petri dishes. Oh my gosh. The medium did what I cannot, the intern, I can't believe it. And I just like acted like I knew. And I just didn't, I had no idea, but Christy, I had to meet her. She needed her mom to meet her right there in that moment. And I had to, and it, you know, it's a little bit of, ah, and I'm sure she's not stupid. She knew that I didn't know what I was talking about, but I tried. <laughs> oh, with code red, when you work as a leader, a senior leader or a coach with code red, I have the, I request, I don't want to say the word make, but I mean, they do it. I request that all people that are on staff with code red send in a progress photo of themselves the first of every month. And, you know, Chris Gethin made me do it. I had to do way, you guys, oh my gosh. I mean, he made me send in progress, photos of the food, photos of the scale. Like he did not trust me. And I had to send it in every week. Like he, he, he and I are even close friends and he didn't trust me at all. So progress photos are just to make sure that each, and I want a photo of the scale and I want a photo of the coach, the senior leader or the leader in a swimsuit. And I want to see that they are walking the talk. I just, and we all have to do it, myself included. And even Carrie did it. Thank you, Carrie. So- when one of the senior leader, one of the one of the leaders or senior leaders, she sent in a, a progress photo, and I said, "Man, I said, you look absolutely fantastic." I mean, she does. Like, I I've only seen I've only seen this kind of figure in a Photoshop figure. Like, this girl is absolutely built really great. And I said, "You look great. How do you feel?" And she said, "I've had so much anxiety over the fact that I am three pounds above goal weight." It has just been eating me up inside of what you're going to think, but she has increased her exercise. She's been working out five days a week, but she never told me. So I said, it's not fair for you to put this on me when you didn't even give me a chance to respond. And so she had worked up the scenario in her mind. That was not even true that I didn't even feel that way. I don't care what the scale is for my leaders and coaches and senior leaders, if they're exercising and they're building muscle and their body fat's going down, the scale's going to do some funny things, but she had a whole anxiety. So she, I don't know how long, probably all month, she had this anxiety about, oh my gosh, Christy's going to kill me. I don't know what she thought. And I said, please don't ever do that to me again. That's not fair. Give me a chance to respond. It's terrible. Yeah. She had expectations of that interaction. Yes. And And then that in turn, put expectations back on you. Right. And it hurt my feelings that she didn't at least give me the chance. Like before you even build this up into your mind of something that it's not, give me the chance. Tell me, Hey, Christy, listen, I'm, I'm working out with a trainer. I'm going to the gym. I'm hitting the heavy weights. I'm doing everything you told me to do. I'm feeling good. I'm building muscle. My quads are, I have separation them all the things I want for my leaders and senior leaders and coaches. And just tell me, just be honest with me and tell me, give me a chance to respond instead of building it up in your mind of what you think I might say. I think that's because everyone puts you on a pedestal. 
Sure, totally. But don't do that to other people is my point of saying that is is just get, give them a chance. Don't borrow trouble. And that's and poor thing. I mean, gosh, I bet she was sick all night long before she sent in her photo and before she had to come clean and or whatever, come clean, you know, show me that she's I just I don't want that for you. I don't want you to go through that anxiety. Don't do that to people. Don't create the scenario that's not even there. I mean, that's the perfect example of borrowing trouble. She had poor thing borrowed trouble probably for a month. Before, oh before yesterday. Looking like that? Looking yeah. like a snack? Yeah, right, right. You know, looking like something that would be my goal. You know, like, I'm like, boy, I'd like to look like her, you know? And looking I, like I a just, snack and you'd be worried about three pounds? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and that's a little bit, that's a little bit off of kind of meeting people where they are, but definitely don't put expectations. She put expectations on me or she builds it up in her mind and something. And I don't want you guys to do that to other people. And we do that to other people. Carrie and I have people in our lives that we we are so disappointed in them. And then we're like, why do we get disappointed? We know they're going to act like that. It's us that we need to change our attitude. That is very true. And that is a really hard lesson to learn. It's just like Brandon's saying, or have you thought of anything for dinner? What I've started doing is going, do you mean that like you want me to cook something? Or do you mean that like you want the idea? And then he usually goes, huh? Because he can't hear. Then I have to say it again. And then after I've yelled it four times up there, because we live in a huge house, you guys, it's just huge and it's wooden and it just, everything echoes and I've got ghosts all up in the attic anyway. But once we finally get down, he'll go, no, not like you're going to make something. Are you looking? And I'm like, oh, so sometimes it, it's better to, if you're going to have interaction with somebody and you feel like there might be expectations, like I will say to Christy, like if we have a meeting planned, I will say something like, is this a dress up where I need to do my hair and makeup meeting? Or is this a, can I be a few minutes late because I need to switch to clothes over or I need to go out and check on the baby geese. So instead of me being like, Oh God, Christy getting mad if I'm late and I'm not dressed pretty. Instead of that, Christy goes, Oh yeah, this is with, you'll need to dress up and you know, you'll need to, this is the expectation. Or she'll say, Carrie, go do your geese. We'll start this in five minutes. So I try really hard to come to Christy and, and show her like that person should have done. Hey, Christy, I'm working out five days a week. Do you care what my weight is? Like, I'm really working hard. No. Oh my gosh. No. Then the first would have rolled around and she wouldn't have been worried. So if you just will communicate clearly with people, I am very, Christine are very direct people. So we don't have trouble doing that with each other. Other people really struggle with that. I think it's so important. So if you'll communicate directly with people, then when you come into that interaction with them, you truly can have no expectations or you have agreed upon expectations. That makes it all the difference in the world when you have agreed upon expectations. I'm a very, I'm very direct. And I, I know that with Miles, a couple of times this has turned into something where he thinks I'm meaning something other than exactly what I'm saying. And yes. anybody that knows me knows I do not have what is the word sis when you what is it when you don't have ulterior motives no or or Ever. being passive aggressive or no like that i don't even nothing know christy do no no i don't even know how to do that and so you can't say, read into anything that she writes or anything you just take it for face value that is 100 how know. you communicate with christy yeah it's got to be it's very direct exactly what i mean is what i'm saying is exactly what i mean i'm very much like a guy and it's frustrating and miles will take some things sometimes and i'll say something like hey do you are you hungry right now? What are you trying to say? You're trying to say that you want me to eat fit dinner to fix dinner. I mean, if you want me to fix dinner, just say that you want to I'm like, no, I'm asking you truly. Are you hungry? Like I don't have any other way of it's very direct. So direct, I think is always better. And just it just take it for what it is. 
why do so many things like this have to do with food? Because just last night, Brandon had barbecued hamburgers, naked hamburgers. Again, we don't eat them naked. I'm just telling you guys, just because I know somebody's going to write a comment. And he said, are you hungry right now? And I knew that meant one of two things. That meant, will you please sit down and eat with me? I want to visit with you. Or do you want me to put this food in the refrigerator? But I wasn't sure. So instead of being upset or being like, because I was in here working and I knew that I needed to take a break and come sit down with him. And I've been working a lot. And Christy and I, we do work a lot. I and mean, that's just the nature of this business. And so I said, just very directly, guys, again, making my expectations clear. Do you want me to come sit, have dinner with you? Yes. Or are you asking a different question? And he said, in true Christy slash Brandon fashion, <laughs> come eat with me. And I went, okay, that's what he wants. So I put my work down here and got my water and went and sat and had, that's all he wanted. He just wanted me to sit next to him while he ate. And I was like, yes, I can do that. So it's, it is, and trust me, I do not have the perfect marriage at all. I, it's not, but I have tried really hard to come into interactions with him, not having expectations. When we have a meeting I try not to, when I have a meeting with like my leaders, my senior leaders, outside agencies that we're affiliates with, I try so hard, Christy, just to come into it like, okay, what do you need from us? What we, can we give to you? Not like, well, we're code red, C-O-D-E-R-E-D. -E -E you know what I mean? I just, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I think it's helped me be a communicator over the years. I really do. And, you know, again, I've learned to be very direct and very clear from you. And that's made a huge difference in the way I communicate. I had to drive yesterday and I stopped to get a cup of coffee at a, at a local C-store and um, out in the middle of the nowhere and I said something about, I said, well, something, well, I'm in weight loss. So we do believe in, she goes, I know who you are. You own code red. You're Christy code red. I guess I always kind of forget that the hair, you know, is pretty well known. I forget that in these parts, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a local Idaho farm girl and I've gotten some press and I've gotten some attention. And so I'm not, but I'm always shocked. And so I just act like just nobody knows, but then they get, they go, of course we know who you are. You're Christy code red. I'm just, it's always an awkward encounter <laughs> for me, you know, and I just, I pretend like nobody knows. It's always just best to act like nobody knows who you're talking about. Just be direct, be clear. We have a sister, Laura, who is complete opposite of us. She communicates different. She thinks different. She's very different from Carrie and I, but she appreciates the, how direct I am. She goes, sis, I just know that you're just going to come to me and you're going to say, blah, 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 blah. You know, and we never talk, but when I do talk to her, it's very direct. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly what you need. That's why I do my emails. Number one, number two, number three, that way, no one is confused about exactly what I need. But I think that if you can think about how this applies to your life, who can you interact with genuinely and authentically? Who can you come to an interaction with or a conversation or when they get home with just no expectations, just meet them where they are. Like, just think of, you know, I'm just not going to stress about what happened before he left for work. I'm not going to stress about the kids getting in trouble before they went to school. There's nothing worse than someone who's still mad at you hours later. Mm -hmm. Like if my, our mom would discipline us and then we knew we got home from school, we were still going to be in trouble. That would have been awful to think. Oh, she's still going to be mad at me. I would hate to have a parent that continues after they punish you to be angry with you. That would be awful. Can you imagine if God treated us like that? That would be horrible. And I deserve that truly for the, the mistakes I've made in my life. So even though people don't deserve it, that's what the meaning of grace is. 
It's giving them forgiveness when they don't deserve it. So even though people maybe don't deserve our grace, don't deserve it. If you can just come to them with that, you will find that your relationships will become more peaceful. And that's what I found in my life. You've got to remember that you are not going to change that person. There's nothing that you're going to do hounding on them, berating them, you know, you know, belittling them, just needling. You're not, you're not going to change that person. They are the way they are. So you've got to change your attitude and mm. the way that you react to them. That's the best way mm. to keep yourself happy. That's the only thing we can control, Christy. And that would be a whole great podcast on and write that down. You can't change other people. You can only change how you approach the interaction, what your expectations are, the amount of grace you give and where you move forward from there. That's all you can control rebels. And it truly is. I mean, it's a life lesson I've learned the hard way. I've learned the hard way. I'm 45. Carrie's 47 at the time we're recording this. And you guys, come on. We've lived a couple of, we've lived a, a few dozen years. We've learned pretty, some pretty hard stuff. So please, like, what, what is the saying? A smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. I don't know if that's how it goes, but <laughs> we hope you have enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Meet them where they are are somebody somewhere needs to hear it. And if you don't need to hear it, we need to hear it. I definitely need to work on this in my life. So until next time, thank you for joining us. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review this podcast. That would be just so helpful. Speaking of help, let me know if I can help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, check out my programs, and see what we can do for you. Until next time, rebel on.